morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of the Happiness After Codependency series. I'm Marshall Birch. I'm excited to have you here with me today. Today is one of those rare Friday episodes because this morning I was inspired by some of the work I've been doing and people-pleasing, some of the writing I've been doing, and, and then working with students and clients in this arena. Some things that popped up to me this morning that I just wanted to share with you. So today we're going to talk about three things that I've learned from people-pleasing. So I'm excited to share that. And before we get to that, I'm going to share this out to the community here on Facebook. So if you're looking for a community that you can find additional guidance, additional tools and support in your journey in creating happy, healthy relationships, prosperity, and peace in your life after codependency, the community can help you in that. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Make sure you read the rules to make sure that the community is a good fit for you. And if you're watching via YouTube, hit that subscribe button, that like button, guys. And thank you for your support and guidance here, our support and presence here, even guidance. Some of you have given me great tips on how to grow the channel. Really appreciate it. All right, <clears throat> so I'm gonna share that out now. Do, do, do. These, these Friday episodes are interesting because uh, they, the amount of people that watch the video live varies quite a bit on those things. All right. Well, let me adjust the camera here, get a little more in the center, because that's kind of driving me a little crazy there. All right, cool. All right. Three lessons I've learned from people-pleasing. So people-pleasing, we've discussed that. A, I discussed it a bit in a couple of videos uh, this week. But people-pleasing is the habit of trying to get love value, connection, and safety by appeasing someone else's expectations, feelings, and fundamentally at the root of this is a lack of internalized worth and value. We're allowing someone else's point of view to determine who we are and what we're worth. So that's where we get trapped in that. Now, one of the the things here with people-pleasing is that it really can point us to where, where we need love from ourselves, where we need trust for ourselves, and it can reveal to us the nature of our own brilliance and happiness. So this connects with three less, those three lessons I want to talk about today that I've learned from my own people-pleasing habit. So lesson number one is that happiness is not a universal thing, it's an individual thing. What I mean by universal is that what makes what produces or creates happiness in a, in a person's life is unique to them. It is personal. It's individual. It's subjective in their world. So when we look at people-pleasing, people-pleasing is trying to be everything for everyone so that they're happy with you. And then that happiness, their sense of pleasure and approval, defines your worth. It establishes that I'm a valuable, lovable person. When we start to connect to our own individuality as we heal from our codependency, so we start to connect with our own brilliance, our own voice, our actual innate, intrinsic, inherent worth, we start to discover that happiness is a very unique experience for yourself and for others. The way happiness functions for them is different from person to person. And that's an important thing because this connects to the second lesson here. 
it's through the differences we bring to the table that our brilliance is made apparent. So brilliance is this idea that we have something to share. We have something to contribute. We have a a role in a way to play in the world by bringing forward the perspectives, insights, gifts, and talents that we have uh, to contribute to the world, to the way we impact ourselves and others through these gifts, talents, and perspectives and experiences we have. Because a lot of times in codependency, we are raised to think that we are inferior. We have nothing of social value to contribute. We don't have worthwhile perspectives, thoughts, insights, feelings, intuitions, um, talents, those kinds of desires, uh, all of that is included in this idea of brilliance. We, we have been taught or conditioned to believe that we don't have anything worthwhile or value there that other people would want, that other people would benefit from in a, in a significant way for them and for you. So we, we've also been conditioned to believe that our differences equal threat. They equal rejection. They equal isolation. They equal being ostracized or kicked out of the in-group. And, you know, where that can activate that big sense of anxiety of being abandoned, being socially isolated, being alone. And so in my journey in, in my own healing with people pleasing is that as I've gotten more connected to my own brilliance, to what brings me alive, to what um, inspires me and brings joy in sharing and contributing, I've learned repeatedly over and over that the differences I bring to the table are what brings the connection, the impact, the value socially of those of my gifts, talents, insights, and so forth. That's what brings it to it. It's the difference that allows me to share my brilliance. It's the difference, differences that I have with in me versus others that create the impact that create connection and that value there. Now, this type of value I'm talking about, it's not inherent, innate value. I call it social value. It's part of how we connect with each other and contribute. It can fall under the, the umbrella of intrinsic or of a transactional value where we, we're doing a benefit-centered uh, exchange of some sort. And that's a healthy thing as long as we're not con we're not uh, connecting our in innate value to it and we're not seeking others to approve of us through that this is a means of exchange of resources energy time ideas um, possessions things of that nature if we're people pleasing we are trying to be the same as everyone else we are trying to be what we think will make us lovable to them and so on in this lesson for me it's like wow i'm lovable because of who i am and who I am has differences from others, and who they are has differences from me. And it's in these differences we can create connections that benefit and contribute and expand each other's lives. It's a means by which we serve each other. Now, the sadnesses we carry are important too. These are also forms of connection and intimacy and contribution. But those differences we have are where we find our own purpose, our own direction in our world.
And to tap into that, that brings us to the third lesson I've gotten from people pleasing. One has to trust their worth and their sense of things, their read on things, their their insight into things, to the intuitions they gain. They need to trust in their intrinsic value and learn how to hear it, connect to it, follow it. So it becomes a central guide in their world. That says this trust is essential to all healing, whether it's codependency, whether it's trauma, whether it's healing shame, um, abandonment, trust is a foundational, fundamental component in that healing. Because without trust, we're not able to integrate the healing, discover more about who we are after the trauma, after the codependency, after what we've been through. And we're unable to find our own compass and internal guide again. So trust is fundamental. It's one reason I trust is interwoven throughout the entire happiness after codependency system. We're always working on trusting the legitimacy of something, trusting in the natural completeness of ourselves, and then trusting in our ability to create choice and action that's aligned or congruent with our value, our principles, and what adds to our long-term well-being and happiness. Trust is critical to that. So these are the three lessons that I've learned in my people-pleasing experience. That happiness is not universal, it's individual. And that individuality allows me to understand myself and others more to create more effective connection, more fulfillment, more satisfaction, as well as knowing whom I want to connect with, who I want to bring into my world, and who I don't. Because my happiness is not the same happiness as others. That doesn't mean I'm right, they're wrong, or they're wrong, or they're right, I'm wrong. It means that there is an incompatibility and it will not function. It'll create misery there for both of us. So understanding that happiness is individual helps us understand the essential nature of compatibility, helps us choose better people, places, and things that are more aligned with us and us with them. So we get more of a reciprocal experience, more fulfillment there. That second lesson, your brilliance will show up through the differences you bring to the table. So if we're not pleasing people or trying to please them and get our value through their approval, we're able to show up with our differences and then people can witness our own brilliance and we can create connection and exchange through that that can create fulfillment, direction, and purpose in our lives. And that third lesson, trusting your worth and sense of things, it brings you to your, what you desire long term. To actually have the relationships you want in your world, the friendships you desire, the prosperity you seek, whether that's financial, emotional, relational, whatever it might be, as well as the peace and rest you deserve in your life, we must build on the trust and our worth and our own sense of things so that we can discover our brilliance <clears throat> through, the, through the validity and legitimacy of our differences and connect to our happiness in the way it's shaped for us and then see how it's shaped for others and meet them in that space. So that is today's episode. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for your support and for being a part of my journey beyond codependency and touching into that world of happiness after codependency. If you want to go deep on this work, you want to work with me on this, there's two ways to do that. Do that through the Happiness After Codependency system that starts August 15th. Um, enrollment closes four weeks from today and then class starts. So we literally start 31 days from today. 
Um, and that's the first way of doing that. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube for more information on that. And then we have my five-day workshop, the healing, uh, the four essential concepts and practices for healing codependency workshop. It starts August 1st and runs through August 5th. The link is above for that, above on Facebook for that, below on YouTube on that. Come join us there and learn how to retrieve and cultivate your connection to your innate value, soothe and regulate your nervous system, trust in the legitimacy of your experiences and your reactions. Those four concepts help you break free of codependency because they help you start meeting the three necessities you have in a more healthy way. Those three necessities are safety, connection, and value identity. So there you go. Again, thank you for being here. I will see you guys in our next episode. Have a safe weekend. Bye-bye, guys.